Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So we've gotten a ton of questions lately. After launching our new brand name, BossProject, in case you haven't heard of it, we also launched some brand new imagery. And it's stunning. It's beautiful. We look fantastic. And so many of you were like, hey, I watched the behind the scenes of that photo shoot. How did it go? How did you find your people? And like, do you have any tips on how to organize all of that? And so we sat and we were like, do we? And we decided that yes, we do. So we're here to share those with you today. It's true. I have a lot of opinions about this, mostly because Emily and I have DIY'd this ourselves so many times, like absurdly, like a ton of times. And then we've learned a thing or two. And then we've also done it where we were like involve a couple people. But this was like the first time where it was like everything was set in advance and we knew exactly what was happening and it was just like fluid. And so I'm excited to dive into that. But I think first things first, is it time that you need to have a photo shoot? I'm going to say, I'm not going to wait for you to answer. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Here's why. So we've talked about this a lot. And a lot of people do, right? Add personality to your brand. People want to see the face behind the brand. And all of that shit's true. But like, I don't need to repeat it because you're smart people and you know that. But here's the thing. Nine times out of 10, you don't know how to take pictures. You're not a photographer probs. For photographers listening, if you're a photographer, like you can just like tune out for like 30 seconds. But most likely, you are not a photographer. You do not do a good job at taking your own pictures. You don't do a good job taking your pictures for your Instagram feed, let alone selfies, let alone setting up a tripod, tri- tripod <laughs> and a timer and figuring out all the lighting. And I tell you what, professional photos taken by someone else who knows what they're doing makes you feel so freaking confident and boss and like secure and what it is that you're selling and doing. And you can use those images 
for years, okay? If they're like actually good and timeless and set up properly, which is what we're going to share, like how you can get done. My profile picture was like the same for three years. You can reuse these a lot and often. And then if you (laughs) use the tips that we're going to share with you today, you can use them for a lot of other things instead of just like your headshot, right? But I'm telling you, if you can budget a couple of hundred dollars for just a professional photographer, you can use our tips to kind of DIY hack this yourself. But if you can budget a little bit more than that, and I think we should talk a little bit about what some expect to spend can be, I would treat yourself to a full day, like full-fledged photo shoot with a stylist, photographer, and models. And if you want to even go extra, which I was thinking about this on the way, we didn't end up needing it, but like having someone there for hair and makeup, if that's also what you're not good at, I would highly recommend. We happen to be good at hair and makeup, like not to like toot our own horns. I'm not great at it. I've learned everything from Abby and I do the absolute bare minimum, but it's still like, it still works. And so if you can do that kind of, then go ahead and like save some money there. But if you don't, seriously, it is one of the best investments for your business you could ever do. Okay. Well, now that she's like off her, like she didn't take a breath. Oh, I'm going to get back on that (laughs) in a second. You just wait. (laughs) Okay. So you need to have a photo shoot, right? So I think the first thing you need to figure out is what are you willing to spend on this experience? Because it could dramatically change the rest of your planning and understanding and knowing what your budget is just kind of in general, it doesn't have to be finalized because things will come up guaranteed, but like knowing some things. So like things to think about when you're talking about a budget and some of you are going to be like dream world. That sounds amazing. I don't know if I can do that, but that's okay. Like this is just putting it all out there. Things you might need to budget for the photographer. That's non-negotiable. You have to hire someone. Mm -hmm. That's probably going to range you anywhere from 200 to upwards of, you know, $700 just for the photographer. Some photographers offer like all inclusive experiences. And so they'll bring you like a makeup person or a wardrobe. And so those might be on the, the higher end of even from what I'm mentioning, but in our like our experiences, we've spent like $250, $200, that kind of range. Okay. So photographer, I'm just going to guess that you're a normal woman or you like being, you know, ready for things like this. So you're, you're probably going to want to get your hair and makeup done or uh, your hair like done as in like cut and colored and then like nails or pedicure or something like that. What you would do like if you were going to a wedding, you know, like we're not talking about, I mean, just like the refresh because your roots are like way too long and you've waited way too long to go to your hairstylist. Well, and you can do what we did and got our hair done like from our normal stylist person two days before our photo shoot. And so when they blow it out, you know that those last a lot longer than when you blow dry your hair at home like a piece of garbage. And so when they do it, it lasts me like four or five days. And so by on day two, I just needed a little bit of like texture spray on my roots and I was good to go. So that can save you money because if you already need to get your hair done anyways, just have them blow it out for you and then your hair's already done. So I didn't, same thing. We both got our hair done two days before the shoot and that allowed for a lot of like play because I have actually hated when other people do my hair because I don't think it looks like the me. And so 
my stylist knows what I like. And so she just blow dried it and gave me some loose curls and I was good to go and I could touch up my curls and I didn't have to do anything else. So the basics, you're probably definitely going to want photographer. You're going to want to refresh your hair, maybe get a haircut nails because normally don't got time for that. I bet your hands look like trash. Come on. Let's, let's like be maintain real. ourselves. Okay. Now the other things that you may not have considered, but can be amazing opportunities, uh, renting a venue and most of the photography sessions we've done in the past have been free in that instance, like where we called a coffee shop and set something up, but we wanted the opportunity to like go out into the world and like just make it more lifestyle-y, right? Sometimes that's just not going to work. Like we were doing a session in the like the end of January when it's straight up gross outside and we're definitely not going to be walking the streets. Okay. We weren't going to take photos in a park. We weren't going to take photos outside. It needed to be indoors. And we wanted to make sure the venue or location was to our liking. So that's maybe something you want to budget for. And that might be $150, $300, kind of depending on where, where you're located. We got ours for like four hours, yeah. which is a perfect and amount of time. And a lot of time. Like that, that may be way more than you need. But for us, that served the purposes right. we had. Also, things to consider. A stylist was the most game changer purchased. Oh my God. This was our first time having a stylist. And it was so I'm worth going to shout out Kate for if you happen to be in Kansas yeah, City yeah. or even if you're not, yeah. she does a lot of things, a lot of work virtually. She's worked with a lot of bigger brands. Yeah. But she made sure we looked good. And I'll dive more into like what that looked like and what it been, how it benefited us later. Right. What's an expected kind of budget people might want a lot for that? So depending on time, I would say somewhere between $500 and $1,500, depending on like what level of kind of effort they're going to. And are are they buying and returning items or are they purchasing wardrobe that you're keeping? Like, because that can dramatically change. Now, if you're not going to use a stylist and you want new clothes, that could still be several hundred dollars. And something to consider is when you purchase clothes, even if it's for a brand photo shoot, unfortunately, this is not tax deductible. Like clothes, unless they are uniform, um, like unless you work at a cupcake shop and everybody's wearing the same t-shirt, like clothes are not tax deductible. Nails, hair, makeup, clothes, none of that. No. The photographer, the venue, sure. Yeah. Everything else we're talking in personal expenses. Okay. Yep. Okay. So other things that you might not think of, but are really good to kind of add in. I like florals. Okay. We've done everything from DIY to hiring a florist. I still wish we had hired a florist for this time, but because we had other additional higher expenses, it was like, I don't know if I can add another $250 mm -hmm. to this, but right. I went to Sam's and spent 40, but you could, I mean, you could do it for 15 bucks if you bought just like one grocery store arrangement. I did a little bit bigger just because the venue was so large. 
But I mean, that could be, if you're hiring someone versus DIYing florals, that could be anywhere between $15, not $1,500, $15, and probably like $300. Other things you might want to consider, other props like notebooks, your iPad, your laptop, your mouse, your camera, of pencils, vase, coffee mugs, anything that's a part of your brand. Typically, like you already have the stuff in your house. So like go shopping in your house first, look at your desk, in your desk drawers, in your coffee cupboard cabinet, all of those kind of things. And if you do need to go buy stuff, like maybe you're rebranding and you've got some new colors that you're wanting to use, maybe head down the Target dollar spot first if you're really being budget conscious or like go to the stores that match your brand, anthropology, urban outfitters, stuff like that, where you can find some kind of cool trinkets to use. But I'm telling you, go shopping in your house first and or like if you know someone like a close friend who has like really cute accessories in their home, ask to just borrow them for a day. All right. I would say on that, like you can purchase some of that stuff on Amazon if you if you plan in advance, like especially if you have a super specific want or need, you know, things like cute straws can go a long way in a photo shoot and they're right you're talking a couple dollars but if you go try to find black and white stripe straws at the party store good luck at the last like, minute right. In advance. right i would also consider like along with planning in advance like browsing the aisles at tj maxx marshall's home goods they have all sorts of cute stuff and you can either get it for your home and keep them or return stuff like that because you're typically just setting it on a desk and taking pictures of it and then you can go return that stuff but i would say if you don't have cute stuff at home already budget probably 50 to 100 dollars of cash for props Something else you might want to budget for, especially if you're bringing in other people into this photo shoot, models, stylists, whatever, um, bringing food, coffee and food for these people is like the best thing. So I picked up coffee for everybody. We I made Rice Krispie treats the day before. So like I spent 40 bucks at Starbucks and everyone was caffeinated and had a good time. I brought Rice Krispie treats that what cost me like $4 to make at home. You could go like all out if you wanted to and get like meat and cheese trays and whatever. But that's totally up to you. And then the last thing I think on your budget list would be models. So sometimes models like will charge a fee for their time. Obviously, sometimes they are just needing some images for their portfolio. So they're willing to just like trade that so they can get those back from the photographer. You just need to kind of make that discussion like with your people. But as to how we found our models, as a creative, we also know other creatives in the community. And luckily, we are good friends with our stylist. Like, we're really good friends with her on a personal level. And so we just reached out to her and was like, do you know of anyone? And our photographer, who this was the first time we were using her, but she came a highly recommended from our family photographer. I also asked her, hey, do you know of anyone? And so between the two of them, like who they knew in real life who would do something like this, they just reached out. They said yes. And it, it all worked out. So on the model front too, something to keep in mind is they don't all have to be professional models. Like one girl is a fashion blogger that we invited and the other girl happens to be someone we're both in a nonprofit organization with and she's just adorable. She's just cute. Yeah. We just like her as a person. And so like she was like, sure, I'd love to get dressed up and get my photo taken. And like that's totally out of her element, not something she would normally do, but... 
she was excited about it. So with all that in mind, what are we talking about on the high end? Okay, so for for oh, models is the one that I don't know price-wise, but let me add up everything that I have so far and I will go high end and you guys can know that like okay, this is for sure. Okay, so about 2400 bucks on the very high end is what you can expect to spend to have like a half a day photo shoot, but getting, depending on what your photographer standards are, but like 50, 60 digital images for an entire yeah. brand refresh. Yes. A hundred percent. Worth it. Now, as far as like what we ended up doing and how we went down this path, I think it's important to talk about the process. The, the biggest part and probably the most complicated part is making sure everyone you want to be involved is all available at the same time on the same day. Oh my God, that was the headache from hell. It was it was the thing where it's like, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? So it's like, which comes first? Do we book a venue and just hope people can make it? Or do we like see if the models and the photographer are good this day and then see if the venue is available that day? It was just like so hectic. And so ultimately what worked for us is we just ended up just booking the venue. We were like, forget it. We're just going to book it on this time frame." And literally we booked it before we confirmed anyone, like the photographer, model, stylist, anything. I mean, we had all, we've had conversations yes. with a lot of these people yes. like preliminary, but it wasn't like a confirmed thing right. quite yet. So we booked it <laughs> and we were like, cool, does this date work? And luckily everyone said yes and it was fine. But that's, I think to me, that was the most stressful part. Yeah, I would say in general, I would probably start with the photographer because clearly you want to work with who you want to work with. Well, yeah. Figure out the dates they're available yeah. and work from there. We had like, I don't know, two or three weekends picked out. And one weekend, our stylist had her husband's birthday. And like one weekend, like snuck up on us. And then the last weekend, we're like, we better make it work because we don't got any more time. (laughs) But I think it's important to make sure the photographer is available and you can secure a venue. Now, something to be said, some photographers do have their own studios. Like you won't always have to do this yourself. And sometimes the photographer will offer to book a studio or a space for you. In our instance, we were DIYing a lot of it with, I mean, with a lot of help. Yeah. We knew where we wanted to shoot and we knew our particular photographer did not have a studio space. So we just went from there. And then as far as what to do next, it was definitely about making sure everyone could be there because we did have multiple people we asked that could not. And so we asked probably four or five different models, maybe even six, ended up with two, which was totally fine. And then we did invite on purpose uh, members of our team that happened to be local. Now, if you don't have members of your team or you don't want models, like that's fine. Like do you, we did a ton of photo shoots with the two of us for a long time, but as we grew, it made sense for us to include more body types, more diversity. I mean, just all of that, like, cause that was important to us in our brand image. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. 
I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Once you secure all that, so we've kind of mentioned before, we've done the more DIY route of this, and then this was our first time hiring stylists. So I kind of want to walk you through what both of those scenarios look like so you can understand truly the value of what a stylist brings. So previously, Abby and I have actually rented out this exact same studio that we just rented out for this session and had a different photographer there. And it was just me and Abby. And we brought like our life to this studio. We brought rolling racks of clothes, makeup, jewelry, hair stuff so many pairs of shoes, socks, changing everything, like all of this stuff. And we were in charge of what do we want to wear? 
what do we want to wear and what shots? How many shots do we want? Okay, now we need to change. Well, now the photographer's waiting for us. And now we need to get like ready again. And it was, it was a lot. And so it ended up like, that's the session where Abby was talking about, like at the end of it, where you're just like sweating, exhausted and tired because your brain is doing so much work. You're physically like having to like change and then run back and do all of these things. And then you're having to model and like do the actual, like look good in the photo part. And so to me, especially now seeing what life is like when you have a stylist, I will never not have a stylist. Absolutely not. Ever. Worth every penny. Ever. Because the images are going to look 10 million times better. And here's why. First of all, Emily and I have done a lot of photos over the years. And we also don't tend to buy a lot of new clothes, which I know that sounds kind of surprising. But Emily and I have fairly small closets with pretty much a capsule wardrobe. Mine just happens to include more color than hers. <laughs> yeah, mine is all stripes and black and white. <laughs> but because of that, we've photographed pretty much every outfit that's actually presentable on camera in our car. Yep. You've seen <laughs> like, it all. All of it. I might have a new striped shirt to show you. And that's you, only that's because it. the other one got nasty and pilly and I threw it out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I really didn't want to go down the road of buying new clothes. Oh, this pink shirt again. And I definitely didn't want to wear the same thing because I don't know, you just really don't. It's if you're going through all the effort to do literally everything else. And then ultimately you look pretty much the same, maybe a few pounds heavier or lighter and your hair's longer. Like what was the point? Right. What's the point? Right. Well, and honestly, like to be honest, both of us like are not very stylish. Like anything cute that you've seen on us, we're like, oh my God, that outfit is pinned together. It was not done by us. Like Kate has come over and helped Abby like figure out some cool like versions of her wardrobe that make sense. I, if I see a full outfit on someone online that I love, I literally buy all of that and then wear that whole thing. And so like, I don't, we don't know how to do this really well. And we're also like not that great at, being adventurous in our clothes. And and so like what you're going to see is just really plain and that it's just normal looking outfit stuff. And we wanted this brand to feel like classier and edgier and more fun, but also still go together. And so then when you're talking about picking two people to be complimentary and you're adding four more humans into this, I'm like already like, oh my God, I can't even decide what you should wear to go with me, but not match, but compliment, but look fun. Like it already stresses me out. We had gone through the route of it at one point because we had done this enough. I literally would only buy clothes that I liked that would look good with Emily's clothes. Like I could show up at almost anything and I would like not clash, if that makes sense. I just started buying like that, which sounds so ridiculous, but it's just true. So, but the idea of including people that I barely know, and I've never seen their closet, like was terrifying to me. And so I don't know, I just like handed over the baton. And I will say Kate, like, blew it out of the park. Oh my God. Like it was absolutely insane. So she shows up to our studio with a trunk and backseat of an SUV full. She's got her own wardrobe bar that she's like assembling inside the back part of the studio, fills it up to the rim with the extension bar 
with bags of shoes, with bags of accessories and jewelry. And I mean, outstanding. So she, within 20 minutes, brings everything inside, sorts everything by person. Like, here's here's your chunk of what I bought for you and your size and this person and this person, this person. And then basically kind of had us go through the stuff and be like, is there anything you're in here that you're like, oh my God, I absolutely want to try this on. I really, really want to wear this. So she would just say, okay, what what's your first kind of setup that's going to be? Is it going to be just you and Abby? Is it going to be everyone? Are you sitting? Are you standing? Like, are you going to pretend to work or like, what are you doing? And then within 30 seconds, she was like, cool, I'm going to like, she already knew what she was going to put all of us in. And so we just created this amazing system where like, Abby and I would get dressed and Abby and I would do a couple sessions. So then she would be dressing the rest of the team to go with outfits that we already had on our bodies. Then the rest of the team would come in and we would do group shots. And then I would go change and Abby would kind of direct some of individual shots with the team. And then I would come back out and we would just like tag team and like flow. How many different outfits do you think we had? I literally don't know. At least like six. Probably. Like six I'm trying to think, on different looks. Which that never happens. No, if it had been like just us. Two and a half. <laughs> yes. Two and a half if we were lucky, if yeah. we were doing it ourselves. Yeah. But I have never changed so much at a photo shoot. And I don't, I can't even explain to you because in general, I'm a hot person who gets sweaty easily. You I did know this not now. sweat at all. I, I kept look- checking you like, that girl's going to need to be dabbed. She's going to need to be dabbed. And then I was like, look at your matte face. You don't have any oil anywhere. I don't know if it was because I've been exercising as much as I have. I don't know if it was because I've been eating right. I don't. I, I am going to chalk it up to Kate just taking the stress out of deciding what to wear. Thousand percent. And I just had to change my GD clothes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it was... It went from like stressful to effortless. Yes. And I actually like got excited about what I was wearing. Yeah. And she challenged me a couple times. It was the most fun energy because it would be like I would be getting my picture taken and I would be like peeking back in the back room to see what other people were putting on. And like one of our models or team members would come out and it would just be like, oh my God, you're wearing leopard pants. Like I freaking love it. And so it was just like every single person who was coming out, you were falling in love with what they were wearing. It looked so good on them. So it's just this really good positive energy and a lot of like, oh my God, I wouldn't have paired that together, but it looks so good or something. And so it's just, I don't know. It was so much fun. It made us feel like really good about our bodies and what we looked like and how we were showing up in this space. And I I think it really helped with confidence. And when you feel, when you feel confident, you, you just look more natural on camera. Oh yeah. Period. End of story. I haven't seen all the images yet. I'm sure I, the ones I have seen, I literally cried. Yes, they were so good. Oh, also, I did want to add this tip, not necessarily for you to budget because you might already own it, and but it's also like $20. If you are going, if it's dead of winter, or if you're going to be wearing like shorts in some of your sessions or skirts or whatever, because one thing you do want to be mindful of is kind of being all yeah. seasons. And I specifically said that. I was like, I don't want it to look like winter, yeah. but I don't necessarily want it to look like any season yeah. in particular. Right. Just like give us a variety. And so you do want to make sure that you're doing that. But that being said, if if it's January, like it was for us, and you're taking off your pants and putting on shorts, you probably haven't shaved your legs or seen the light of sun in like eight months if you live anywhere like the Midwest. 
So I got some really good self tanner before and I started using it like two or three days before a session. Game changer. Now, it doesn't make sense for someone like Abby because she's always the shade of an eyeball anyways. And so it doesn't really matter. Um, And so, but for me who like, I do like tan really well. I just like, again, it's been snowing or whatever. So I use some nice soft self tanner and it like, I think it felt, it felt good like to have that. It looked natural and Mm -hmm. you, it helped with your short shot that I demanded that we have. You, when you guys see this shot, you'll know what I'm talking about, Abby. I will say your your pants weren't or your shorts weren't ripped enough. I really I wanted know. to shred them, but whatever, it's fine. I'm Next a mom time. now, I can't wear shorts like that. <laughs> <laughs> they were not hot hot shorts enough. Anyway, besides the point. So I think as far as like getting ready for the event, like. At the day of the biggest thing that helped was having the stylist like help with flow. Like that was the key to having it continue to go. The photographer, I don't think she, she may have peed once. Like yeah, she, yeah, I think she literally peed once and just kept chugging her coffee. Like sh- that she had she no was so great. But I mean, on top of it, but as far as like prepping, Like we still brought staples and we worked with our stylist to figure out what those would be. So pants, we knew that fit, you know, some basics like undershirts, some striped shirts, because we already have 70 million of them, some of our own shoes, just to make sure like if she didn't have exactly the right pair that we had something that fit and could work. And she worked on helping us create that list. So we each packed that and every single model was responsible for packing their like staples sort of thing. I will tell you, I literally only wore three pair of the shoes that I brought. And that like, it's because they were leopard and fun and there were no other shoes my size because I have the feet of an infant. And so that that's literally the only thing that I brought of my own. Yeah. That I wore. That you wore. I mean, that I wore, that I brought of my I, own. I did wear a couple of my pieces um, and mostly like under things because like I, I told her in advance, like be vocal with the people you work with. I told her I love layers and she knows I hate my arms. So like, and not like I hate my arms, like, oh no, like I just, they make me uncomfortable. And if I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to look crappy in photos. And so like every time she made sure my arms were covered, but it wasn't like it's the dead of winter and you have on 75 layers. It was like loosely styled. I had lots of jackets, lots of like... I don't know, sheery type things. Hard yeah. to explain. But some of the things they wore under those were mine. And I liked them. I wear a lot of t-shirts. So she like made that work. Well, and what I stressed about that I, because I didn't even know, like this is a trick that all stylists, maybe not all, but what Kate does really well. So when you sent, so she asked for everyone's sizes, right? Yeah. And so you send those over, but you know how every freaking like women's store is where you're this size at Old Navy and you're four sizes bigger at Gap and you're this size over here, you know, all these different places, it's different. And you're like, I wear this size if it's a loose fitting shirt, but this size, if it's kind of form fitting and it like, it's, it's all crazy. And so you just give her kind of the general. And so I feared like some stuff's not going to fit because, you know, of all of those discrepancies. 
Well, she's got freaking clippies and ties and tape and clamps and all of these different things that help make the clothes look like they fit. Because typically in a photo shoot, they're only getting the front of your body, maybe the side. And so anything behind you can look a hot mess, but it's all going to work and look fine on camera, even if it doesn't fit. And so I stressed about that, but it didn't end up being a problem at all. Yeah, I had pants that were like maybe 12 inches too long. And they were so long. We used (laughs) ponytails behind them. You couldn't tell. She looked like she had like stirrups. No, what are (laughs) those called? Stirrups? No. No. The little star things on Western boots. Yeah. Oh. What are those called? (laughs) I'm going to have to Google it. (laughs) Stirrups are what you put in your butt, right? No. No, it's like your feet go on the horse. <laughs> no. What are those called? I'm looking them up. I don't even I it's like cowboy boots with the star thing. What are those called? Spurs. Spurs. I yes. was close. Spurs. <laughs> Yeah, they you did. guys are probably yelling at the podcast right now. <laughs> they did, they did look like spurs. <laughs> I I wore a lot of clips too, because and she in some cases bought multiple sizes. So like, there was one shirt she literally had every size because I mean because there were six of us and they would look it would potentially look good on all of us. She literally just bought every size. So if we needed a size up or size down, it was fine, and that was incredible. Another thing to do to prepare. So we mentioned props the night before because I've learned never. Don't do stuff the morning of. Never do anything the morning of. You will forget everything and you'll be late. Not only will all of that, but you'll be sweaty. You'll be hot. You'll be gross. All of it. So please, please, for the love of God, do like get all of your props together the night before. Load your car the night before everything needs to be in your vehicle. The only thing you have to do in the morning is look good. Okay. Yep. Because if you do it, if you, if you don't do it, you will be so pissed at yourself. Yep. So like the (laughs) night before I had like gone through and done everything and like had, I didn't load my car, but I made Brian do that in the morning for me. And so I had everything like on our dining room table and I was like laying in bed. We're just like on our phones and I'd be like, oh, I need to go grab this. So like four or five times at like 11 o'clock at night, I would like get up and go into the office and then go get something out of the cupboard and put it over here. But yeah. And then I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning with massive cramps and I was like, what is happening? I'm sorry. But nothing that a cappuccino can't fix. It's true. So pop, pop and pops. I don't know what I was saying. Pop, pop popping bottles. <laughs> Packing props in advance Ooh. is really helpful, and I definitely recommend doing it the night before. Now, as far as knowing what to pack, I think it's important that you have a very clear shot list. And I think this is key. I think this is second to having a stylist. This is the most important piece. Yes. For flow and yes. for like not missing shit. Or messing it up or making it easy. So we had a very specific list in two forms, okay? And I honestly think the second form is probably easier, but the first form, anyway, the we had a doc with a list of shots we needed to get, and they were like 
how we need things to be cropped, what kind of white space we need, where they're going. So we have an idea of like what the like media needs to look like. And if you have a very, very specific thing it needs to work on, be very, yeah. very specific with how it needs to be shot. Yep. So like to give you some examples, we knew we were replacing every header image on our website. And so that is a like 16 to nine kind of ratio image, like a square crop's not going to work there. A portrait's not going to work there. Like it ha- And like the bulk of the image has to be in a very specific part of the frame. And so like we counted how many of those we needed. We kind of had an idea like on this one, let's do feet on this one. Let's do working hands or whatever. Right. And so we gave her that specifically. So our photographer would knew like how far back to stand and like what angle to shoot the photo. There were some where we knew, oh, hey, we're just going to scrap crop these square for Instagram. So she knows exactly how to shoot that. Because as a photographer, that matters. Oh, 100%. And then the second piece that was really helpful, because let's just be honest, Emily and I, I mean, Emily's a little better. But for me, I have a really hard time knowing how to put my body. Oh. Like, like <laughs> yeah. how to pose. And some photographers will be great at directing you. But this was a photographer I hadn't worked with before. And I didn't want to go in without an idea of like how I could put variation in it. Because the last thing you want is to spend all this time and effort. And you're you're and facing the camera. And you are smiling in every shot. And you see, you know, from your waist up. Like... Again, what was the point? You need variation because you're going to use these in a lot of different ways. You want your Instagram or wherever else they're going to end up to look good. And so yeah, I created a private Pinterest board and I invited our stylist to it. And I started pinning two types of images. Images where I loved the hell out of what they were wearing and images that I basically wanted to set up a very similar posing slash arrangement of furniture or like props in order to get shots that I just thought would be pleasing for our various uses. Right. And I probably spent, I didn't spend a ton of time on this. Like it wasn't hard. There there are people I follow, like you're just scrolling Pinterest or Instagram and you just pin it and you just make it work. So I just pinned all that stuff. When Kate saw it, she created kind of like almost like a mood board of what she thought everyone would be wearing. And you don't even know this. I found this out after the fact. She actually bought stuff that was on our Pinterest board, but it arrived late. It arrived. Oh, was that the stuff from that store? So she had bought a ton of stuff from ASOS, but it arrived late. And she was like, I'm just not going to have them worry. So she went and got, I'm like, I literally didn't even notice until I was like, she was like, the day before and like went and got a whole bunch yeah, of stuff. So she just made us not worry, but, but she had kind of like a mood board of what people would be wearing, which was really helpful for the people that weren't models that were just more like volunteers that were going to be in the shoot so that they would be comfortable with what they were about to put on their bodies. And so it was like, here's kind of your vibe. They were all pumped and made them excited to show up yeah. Yeah. And then we shared that shot list and that Pinterest board with our photographer the day of. And then throughout the thing, Emily and I were still directing it. 
which at some point I would love to be able to hand that over. I, I would love to have a, a director. I don't know what that yes. like person would be called or who you would try to hire for it, but it's almost like a second shooter, but they know how to set up bodies and like style the situation because we were still like moving couches and oh I think a plant needs to be here and how should we set up our bodies and I want someone who knows how to do that really yeah. well it's like a different kind of stylist I don't know what that right, right word right. is I don't know like a photo shoot director person I don't know because I want them to look at our shot list and be like okay this is the first one we're setting up blah 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 okay here's our next setup but we kind of like we relied on our photographer to do some of that like lighting wise where in the room do you want to do this shot and then we would kind of be like okay here's how it's going to kind of be set up but that enabled the pinterest board really enabled our flow to go really well because we would like reference the pinterest board reference our doc to make sure like we definitely got the images that we knew that we needed and the rest were just fun and like just for variety and then kind of get inspired like from the space that we were in. And I know our photographer like set up our models, especially because she had worked with one of the models before. So she like knew how to pose her and knew what she liked doing. And so she set her up on her own and like took a couple of individual shots, which were really cool. Yeah. So all this to say, I have strongly disliked the process of running a photo shoot in the past to this was my favorite. I really enjoyed this. And I'm going to love sharing the images and I'm excited about the next time we do this because it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. I think the only changes I would make, and it's just additions from, from what I've learned this time, I would probably reserve like one more hour just to give some space, like breathing time. I think the actual shooting time would end up still being the same, but I felt rushed in the sense of like, I need to make sure we get all of our shots. And so I don't want to sit and have a snack or like sit and just drink my coffee. I need to like move on to the next thing. And so if we had another hour or two of just like buffer room and like bring actual lunch, like finger foods in and have a, like a shot yeah, director. Yeah, because we honestly went an hour over because we we shot up until like yeah. 10 minutes before and then it took us an hour to clean up yeah and i would have someone be cl like cleaning up for us so i don't know who those people are so, or what they would do or i mean i know what they would do i don't know how much yeah. they would be paid or any of that i would say when we talked about the high end that's like the high end of the like of the still diy if that makes sense right right I would expect to spend definitely closer to three to have an all-inclusive yeah. situation. But you could you could still do this for as little as 200 bucks. Oh, 100%. Because we did many of those, many, many sessions for 200 or less. So you can, you can definitely do this. But the value of having professionally shot images are just, they can make a DIY janky website glorious. They can refresh your feed and give you so much content for months and months and months. They can make your blog graphics great, your your Pinterest, everything. So they can be repurposed in so many different ways and make you feel really confident about your brand. So if there's if you have any other questions that you felt like we didn't touch on or you want to kind of just get insight or scoop about, feel free to DM us over on Instagram. And be on the lookout for more and more of our photos that are coming out from our session in the coming weeks. 
with the relaunch of our new brand, you can go check out the rest of our images that replaced all of our ones. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.